You're listening to the ESO Network, your station for all things geek. Well, hello and welcome to episode 207 of the Soul Forge podcast. Welcome to the Soul Forge, a place of silent mystery, quiet contemplation, and outright mayhem. Join your host, Sean Vanderloo, as he guides you through the adventures of living. Together, we'll talk about life and love, sex and dating, joy and heartache, memories and loss, and so much more. Don't worry, it's not nearly as pretentious as it sounds. Get ready for life, the universe, and everything on The Soul Forge. Hey gang, welcome to the show. It's episode 207. I'm Sean, as always, your host. And what are we going to talk about this week? Well, I ask you that every time and I never expect an answer because, of course, it's just me sitting alone in my room talking into the microphone. So what are we talking about? Well, it, nothing, because it's me. I'm talking about stuff, and it's all random this week. I have a pile of different topics, nothing that could be stretched out into a regular 20-minute, half-an-hour show. So I'm just going to jump from topic to topic. He just kept talking in one long, incredibly unbroken sentence, moving from topic to topic so that no one had a chance to interrupt. It was really quite hypnotic. <laughs> Give you some updates and all kinds of fun stuff like that. So I'm recording this uh, Tuesday, the 15th of June. This will come out on the 17th. So that's Thursday, this is Tuesday, and if any major events happen in the world between now and Thursday, well, I won't be able to talk about them because they haven't happened yet. But what's happening soon? Well, this coming weekend, here in Canada at least, uh, probably other places too, uh, it's Father's Day. And what have you guys and girls got planned for your fathers or father figures out there what kind of gifts are you going to get i would love to know why don't you go ahead and send me an email soulforgepodcast at gmail.com and we can talk about what you got your father for father's day nobody's gonna send me an email so that won't be an episode but that's okay it's fine because i'm used to not getting too much feedback although i have gotten some recent feedback from bill and uh, i think that's it possibly but anyway that's uh neither here nor there Father's Day. I was uh, I was going to talk about Father's Day in depth a little bit, but as you all know, I'm not really talking to my... Well, I, I, no, my dad's not talking to me. I would talk to him, but uh, every time I send him a message, I don't get a response, so I won't be talking about that. Anyway, moving right along. Uh, let's see. Is there any significance to the number 207? Probably, but I didn't look it up because I don't care. Do you care? Probably not. It's just a number. Okay, so let's get into updates and stuff you probably want to know about the kickstarter campaign because of course you come back week after week to learn about my uh, business progress and uh, what's been going on with that well there's as of right now as of today there's 18 days left let me just pull up my handy dandy app here and see what it has to say it says i am nine percent funded i have nine backers uh, i've got 904 Canadian dollars uh, with 18 days left to go. 
if I don't reach the $10,000 mark within the next 18 days, I don't get any of this money. That's how Kickstarter works. It's an all or nothing campaign. So either you get everything or you get nothing. So that's sad because uh, I can always use the help, but I never get any help. I've always done everything on my own mostly. So I'm used to it. It's fine. I'm not complaining and I'm not uh, backhanded uh, complaint. No, whatever it is. You know what I mean? Anyway, that's uh, that's enough of that. So the Kickstarter is doing its thing. Uh, I'm trying to get the word out. Uh, if you can share the link, that's great. If you can't, well, that's fine too. I know it's hard to press a button, so don't worry about it. Uh, let's see what else has been going on. I've been watching a lot of YouTube videos, antique booth vendors and so on, uh, action figure collectors and that kind of thing. A lot of that lately. Why am I doing that? Well, it's always good to get different ideas of setups for your booths or your store. And there are so many antique dealers on YouTube who are just so happy to tell you about their recent finds, the profit they make, how they set up their place. They show you videos of their place. They show videos of booths that you don't want to have because they're not set up very well. So that's what I've been looking at a lot of lately. And I was thinking maybe I should do some videos too. I know that uh, all of our episodes go up to YouTube under my name on, on the YouTube channel there. Hey, this is Dr. Trek, Larry Nemechek, and you're listening to Soul Forge with Sean Vanderloo. And it's basically just this episode and all the other episodes, just the whole audio clip uh, with the background image of the art. There's no actual video of me doing anything because I don't film myself while doing this because, well, I don't like it. But Maybe I'll do that. Maybe I'll do that one day. I don't know. I'm not sure. Uh, so that's that's one thing. I was talking about action figures. I don't know if I mentioned this last time. Lately, I have been obsessed with G.I. Joe classified action figures. Uh, back in the 80s and 90s, they made G.I. Joe figures three and three quarter inch, but we were poor and I never got any. And I, this sounds familiar, so I might have talked about this last time. Anyway, I've been watching a lot of videos about that and uh, bidding for some on eBay, but I've been outbid several times, so I'm not really going to worry about it. It's just if I could get them for a cheap price, then I would, and maybe I'd put some in the store when the store opens. Uh, but anyway, that's neither here nor there. But I'll tell you, I am very, very excited about the store opening, and I will tell you more about that right after these words from stuff on the ESO Podcast Network. My name is Mark McCrae, and I'm the author of The Best Saturdays of Our Lives. I'm Dan Klink, co-host of The Best Saturdays of Our Lives podcast. The Best Saturdays of Our Lives features programming trends from the 1966 television season all the way through the last hurrah of the early digital age of the 1990s. On the show, if it's animated, we talk about it. Order your signed copy today at tbsool.com and listen to the podcast at esonetwork.com and all podcast platforms. Welcome to Dr. Geek's Laboratory. Hello everyone, Dr. Geek here with a shout out to all the scientists who worked tirelessly to bring a COVID-19 vaccine into reality. <laughs> Let's face it, creating something of this magnitude is a miracle worthy of Dr. McCoy himself. And now, Dr. Geek needs you to do your part. Remember, each shot is one small step back to normal, one giant leap to putting the pandemic behind us. We can do this. For more information, visit vaccines.gov to find your nearest provider. Okay, so there you go. I probably played a promo for another show, 
and the vaccination promo as well. Speaking of promos, I have to get on on that too. I have to make a new promo for uh, Soulforge for their Station One network because uh, they're due, what, I think July 1st. And I've known about this for a couple months. And have I done it? No, because I'm a procrastinator. I always put everything off. It'll get done later. It's fine. Anyway, back to store excitement. I am very excited about this. Corey and I got together several times. He's kind of my business partner. I, I don't, we haven't really figured it out yet. He, he's my teammate. He's uh, my helper. I don't know what he is. Uh, he's a good guy and he's helping me out. And uh, so we've uh, got the business registered. We're currently in the process of getting an HST number. And uh, what else are we doing? Uh, we're going to open up an online store first until the actual physical bricks and mortar store opens up. Uh, so he's taking pictures and figuring out what uh, best website to put a few things on there to start with are. So that's something that is underway. Um, I changed the Facebook page for the Rusted Robot podcast. Uh, it just said the Rusted Robot. It never actually said podcast. That was on the group. But on the page, uh, I've turned that into a merchant page instead of a podcast page and I've listed some of the uh, action figures and various items that I'm selling on there so if you want to go check out uh, the rusted robot that would be awesome like it share it do all the things uh, another thing we're thinking about or talking about anyway is getting some kind of a hook to bring customers into the store and keep them coming back. Something that you can only get at the Rusted Robot Toy and Antique Hobby Shop. And what might some of those things be? Uh, well, I thought about that this morning, I think. Uh, maybe it was last night. I can't remember. Uh, popcorn. Free popcorn. Just have to get a popcorn machine and just have popcorn on hand so when anybody comes in they know it's there and that'll bring people in uh another thing is a loyalty card you know one of those cards you buy uh, 10 coffees get the 11th free that kind of thing i'm thinking about something like that uh spend 50 dollars in the store 10 times and get 25 percent off on your 11th visit or something i haven't really figured it out exactly yet but some kind of a loyalty program card just to get people coming back spending money in the store because that's what it's about right and then I was also thinking maybe uh, giving away free pens with our business name and address on it. That's an idea. Another thing we were talking about is maybe licensing the place and uh, serving alcohol in the evenings and uh, make it a action figure hangout drinking place. Come on and have a beer and talk about toys. Because who doesn't want to talk about toys and who doesn't want to have a drink, right? So that's an idea. I'm, I'm not 100% sure if that'll work, and apparently it's expensive to get a license. That's all stuff I still have to research and look into. And there's Daisy the dog barking away. You can probably hear because she's really loud, even though I'm in the basement and she's upstairs. Uh, so anyway, we're just going to ignore that. And uh, let's see what else I wanted to talk about. Well, I wanted to talk about dogs anyway. About a month or so ago, I did the episode called Puppy Love, all about Nimoy, the teacup Yorkie that we got. Uh, well, he's now four and a half months old and he is super cute, but he eats everything. He is like a canine garbage disposal. He, he's, it, it doesn't matter what it is, like lettuce. He, he likes lettuce. Uh, today I was having mashed potatoes for supper and he was staring at me. So I said, hey, you want some? So I balled some up in my hand and uh, gave him some and he friggin' liked it. 
and uh, he, he likes, well, there's nothing that he doesn't like, I, I don't think. I, yeah, because every time I have something to eat, he sits there and waits for me to patiently give him something. Sometimes he wants me to put it in his mouth, and sometimes he wants me to drop it so he can pick it up himself. And it's different all the time. He's a very strange little thing, but uh, he, he's got quite the personality, and he's always uh, chasing Daisy around. Nimoy is the uh, the teacup Yorkie, and Daisy is the golden doodle, and uh, he's always biting her tail, and she's dragging him around, and they, they fight, and they do all kinds of fun play stuff, and uh, it's, uh, it's a lot. Um, he's getting better with his potty training. He, uh, he mostly pees on the pee pee pad or outside, uh, but sometimes he's just lazy and he'll go for a piss on the wall or some random spot. And getting him to poo outside is almost impossible, and he won't poo on his pee pee pad. Uh, he likes pooping on carpet, which is highly annoying, uh, but sometimes he'll do it outside. But he's very delicate and sensitive, and he doesn't really like to do his business outside. Uh, he's a strange little guy, but he's very affectionate and loving and cute. And uh, w- would I ever get a puppy again? I don't know. I'd have to think long and hard about it because uh, it's it's a lot. And like I said before, I've never had a puppy. I've only had full-grown dogs as hand-me-downs. I've never had my own puppy before, so this is quite interesting. But it's cool. It's fine. So what else? Um, promotional items for the store. Uh, pens popcorn and stickers i was thinking about stickers i bought a bunch of stickers on wish.com just random stickers to give out uh with orders Uh, maybe two or three stickers per order uh just random stickers Uh, i think they were pop culture stickers all kinds i I think i bought four or five different lots of figures so maybe uh maybe 150 stickers altogether with everything that i purchased so I'll give a couple of those away when I start the online orders and when we have the actual brick and mortar store as well. And I've been looking up POS systems or point of sale systems. And that's basically your cash register and your receipt printer and your whatever. All, all the stuff that goes with the inventory control and all that. So I looked that up and wouldn't you know it now, all my Facebook ads are either for stickers or for POS systems. That's pretty much it, with, with the occasional G.I. Joe classified uh, ad showing up as well, because I, I really want to have some of those toys, because even though I'm trying to get rid of my collection, I'm, I'm a collector deep at heart in my soul, and I just always want some of the things. I don't need all of the things, I just need some of the things, and currently that's what I'm obsessed with, so that's fine. Ah, uh, let's see what else. Um... Okay, so this is uh, something I don't really don't know how to bring up, but it's huge in Canadian news right now. I don't know how uh, um, well advertised or reported on it is uh, in, uh, in the world news, but the residential school children deaths. Have you guys and girls heard about these? Uh, basically, at the end of May, it was reported that... Uh, who was it that reported it? I, 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 I don't know if I read the entire article or if I even know, but uh, they found 215 dead children in Kamloops, BC. Now, for those of you not familiar with Canada and how it works, Back in the 1800s and early 1900s, probably even, well, 
up to the mid-1900s, actually. The Canadian government and the Catholic Church uh, tried to... What's the, what's the best way to put this? Uh, subvert the Indian experience, I guess? Okay, so when uh, when all the people from Europe came over to North America, they killed the, all the, uh, well, not all of them, but a lot of the native populations. And growing up, whenever we were told about native people, the, the, the term was Indian. They were called Indians because I guess Christopher Columbus was looking for the trade route to get spices to India. So when he reached the New World, he thought he was in India. So he called the, the people living there Indians. They're not Indians. Only people from India are Indians. But uh, growing up in the 80s, that's what pe people called uh, people of native heritage, uh, Indians. Uh, and then they called them natives. Uh, another term was aboriginals. Uh, I think the accepted term now is First Nations. I don't know. I, I don't actually know any native people personally to ask them uh, so that's that's hard to say so we're just going to call them the first nations people but anyway these residential schools run by the the government and the catholic church what happened was they would uh, the RCMP, rcmp or royal canadian mounted police uh, would forcibly remove native children from their homes at gunpoint and send them to these schools to get the Indian out of them, basically, is, is what I read in one of the articles. And they wanted them to be ashamed of their heritage. So anyway, what recently came to light in Kamloops, British Columbia, they found on the site of one of the residential schools, 215 dead children. It was all over the news. It's all you heard about for weeks and weeks. And it's, it's pretty tragic. And it's gross. Uh, and a lot of these kids were beaten and raped and all kinds of bad things that the uh, the priests and nuns did to these kids. So anyway, uh, we've got uh, lots of articles that have come out recently. So 215 children in Kamloops, BC. Uh, there was 104 in Brandon, Manitoba. 35 in Lestock, Saskatchewan, and another 38 in Regina, Saskatchewan. Uh, so that's 392 and rising. I can't find it now, and I've looked quite a bit, but there was also 180 somewhere in Pennsylvania, I believe, uh, is what it said on uh, one of the articles. So it's not just a Canadian problem, it's also a U.S. problem, but it's uh, it's really getting a lot of national headlines and news here in Canada and around the world, from what I'm told. Uh, and it's gross, it's disgusting, and... Like I've always said, if I could go back in time, I'd go back to the 1400s and teach all the native people how to fight off the European invaders and give them some machine guns or something. I don't know what I would do, but it's it's gross. And, and they have a really proud and uh, honorable culture. And of course, it's not just one tribe. It's all kinds of various nations and so on. And it's a lot of great culture. And it gets subverted and... Um, here in Timmins, anyway, natives are considered second class, maybe even third class citizens, and they're very discriminated against. And it's 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 really sad, gang. Um, so anyway, why am I bringing this up? Uh, because it needed to be talked about. Not a lot of people might know about this outside of Canada. Uh, and so I figured I would uh, let you all know. Um, so we're going to move right along from that and go back to the business idea just to get the 
the taste of dead children out of our uh, out of our minds here. Uh, five-year plan, store excitement. Uh, I'm very excited to start up this store. Uh, I can't wait, actually. It's pretty much all I've been thinking about. And I keep going over ways of setting up the, the store and what kind of uh, merchandise to be getting and all that kind of fun stuff. And I've recently hit upon a five-year plan. So right now, I am 44 years old. In September, I'll be 45. Um, September of 2026, I'll be 50. And according to the post office, I can retire early with a reduced pension at the age of 50. I have to be 60 in 2036 in order to get my full pension. But my five-year plan now, and I'm speaking it out into the universe so that it's going to be made manifest, uh, what I'm going to do is set up this store, do an online store. Once the tenant moves out of the building that I bought, uh, I'm going to put my store in there. And over the next four years, five years, I am going to do everything I can to make this place a success. And then I'm going to have no choice but to take early retirement and live my dream of being a store owner. Isn't that awesome? I think that's great. That would be fantastic. Anyway, that's pretty much all my ideas and updates for the store. Uh, a couple weeks ago, I did an episode called The Entertainment Special, where I talked about things that I've been watching. And just to wind the show up this week, I'm going to talk about two different things that I've been watching. The first one, Sweet Tooth on Netflix. And what's that about? Well, it's uh, it's about, it's uh, I think it's an eight-episode series. Each episode's about 45 minutes to an hour long. And it's about uh, the earth after the apocalypse it's, it's not a regular apocalypse what happened was there was some kind of a virus and uh, also hybrid children we follow gus and he is part human part deer and basically all of society is broken down and the bad men are trying to track down all the hybrid children and kill them and uh, all kinds of adventures ensue um, we find well, we follow Gus and his innocence and uh, his adventures trying to find his mom and so on. And it's a really good show. I hope they do a second season. It's uh, it's probably actually good for anybody. Is there violence in it? Some, but it's not horrible. Uh, I'm kind of desensitized to violence, but I, I think it's, it's good for kids as well. Maybe eight, nine, ten years old and up. A lot of fun. Very cute. Eight episodes. The other thing I watched recently is called Boss Level on Amazon Prime Video. It stars Frank Grillo. And who is he? Well, he is uh, one of those uh, bearded five o'clock shadow actors with a workout uh, body frame. And he kind of uh, has a similar bearing to John Bernthal, who played the Punisher on Netflix, or Shane in The Walking Dead, and a bunch of other stuff. Uh, he also looks like the guy, I don't know if you're on YouTube, and you subscribe to the Alpha M channel uh, for style tips and grooming and all kinds of stuff, but Aaron Marino on there uh, kind of looks like him as well. So he's, uh, he's one of those cool-looking dudes. Anyway, uh, basically what happens is in boss level, it's a another time loop movie where he repeats the same day over and over again every time he dies. It's, oh, I can't really say anything about it without uh, giving spoilers away. It's a movie. It's a lot of fun. Um, it's uh, it's kind of got uh, gamer aspects to it, like uh, 
level up and, and this kind of fun stuff. So if you're looking for a mindless action movie with uh, time loops, there you go, boss level. And Sweet Tooth on Netflix is a really cute coming-of-age story for a kid who's also a deer and his friends, basically. So anyway, that's what's going on there. That's what's going on with me. Those are updates on bad things happening in, in Canada, uh, dog stuff, store stuff, YouTube stuff, Father's Day stuff. Yeah, that's that's basically it. I hope you found this entertaining. I hope you're able to share the Kickstarter or maybe put a small donation in. Anything that is helpful, a review in the iTunes store or Apple Podcast or whatever the heck they're calling it. If you go to soulforgepodcast.com, all of our links are there. There's the coffee link to donate to the show. I'm just asking for donations all over the place, I guess. Uh, I don't actually expect it because we're in hard financial times right now. But if you do have some spare cash and you want to give it to me, oh, I'll be glad to take it. Anyway, uh, that's all for now. Next week is going to be super exciting. You can't even wait for that. But until then, take care of each other, stay safe, and remember, if you want to know who controls you, look at who you're not allowed to criticize. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Soul Forge Podcast. Your support is greatly appreciated, and we hope you'll tune in again next time. Remember that you can visit soulforgepodcast.com for all of our social media links. And don't forget to share the show with everyone you know. The Soul Forge Podcast is your best source for living your best life. Think about it. This has been a broadcast of the ESO Network. Be part of the crew and help support our shows by donating to our ESO Patreon or by shopping for the Tee Public Store, which can all be found at www.esonetwork.com. The ESO Network, your station for all things geek.